This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all expenses paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current front runner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10 for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to fine dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me. Your boy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, the number one fuckboy, Johnny G, ruining all my neighbors' pandemics with my shouting of swear words. Joining me as always in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent ghost, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is not in here because he sits at my wife's feet because, oh shit, Arthur is in here. For the uh, for Josh only, uh, the door pushed open like a poltergeist, and Arthur came charging in. Uh, also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, I may have just teased his name, is comedian, writer, podcaster, Josh Gondelman! <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh no, thanks for coming. That was oh, my a, pleasure. an exciting intro. Arthur came in on when I said his name, and then also my wife started uh, a speakerphone conversation right outside. <laughs> So we Perfect. are pandemic living. Uh, yeah, this is it. A dog just like the dog kind of being the boss of the house, multiple <laughs> jobs happening in a home. <laughs> like it's some kind of like weird zoning violation sweatshop thing. Uh, yeah. Are are you, is your wife working from home as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also She's, have a, a snub nose, jowly little pup too, right? I do. Who, like you said, is always follows my wife. Like if I'm like rubbing her belly and my wife goes to take a shower, she'll wait outside the bathroom as it like to be like, your affection means nothing to me. My loyalty is with the wet one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is 100% Arthur. And the worst part is, is I worked from home for the last 10 years of his life. <laughs> and so I've been here walking him every day and, and feeding him every day. My wife is only working from home as of March and he is ecstatic to have her. Oh, <laughs> and, I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, Hey bro, I fucking fed you for a decade. Hang with me. <laughs> it should not hurt my feelings yeah. as much. Like my dog's <laughs> opinion of a person is like mostly based on how, how much she perceives their access to cold cuts to be. <laughs> and, but like, apparently I'm cold cut deficient and my wife is the fucking Turkey queen. <laughs> we, we do have some intermarriage drama here at my house because my wife is very loose with treats and human food. Mm -hmm. And I'm sort of like 
a traditional 1950s dad where I'm like, you have to earn your slice of turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he has no patience for me when I'm like, all right, seat, paw, lay down. You know, when my, when my wife is just like scraping chicken parm off her plate for him <laughs> to eat. <laughs> Leading it like Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> We've gotten to the point where I'm mad when she gives him leftovers. I'm like, that's good chicken right there. I'll take the chicken. Give him the fucking little fatty part. I want the chicken. And that's we, when I get upset. <laughs> we create in our house, we're both such rule followers. Um, Surprising but we created no one. the rules. Yeah, I know. No, seriously. <laughs> so, but we created the rules. So we're like constantly looking for loopholes in the rules we created for the dog. So, like, she knows she gets turkey if she goes for a walk. So, if she's being a brat, even if she just went out an hour ago, we'll take her for a walk and then give her turkey rather than just giving it to her to pacify her. So, it's like <laughs> she's just training us to do these weird chores for her. It's truly the dog is like such a um she is a, a a brain the size of a prune and dominates our lives and tricks us constantly <laughs> yeah i know we refer to my dog as a genius because he can psychologically manipulate us to open you know blobs of love and empathy like of course yeah. he could trick us he just needs to like tilt his head and i'm like tell me yeah. what you need me from my body from my checking yeah. account it's yours who must i kill like just <laughs> yeah. whatever it is i'll do like whatever she our dog wakes up and i i think part of it the the reason that i'm not the favorite is because our work schedule she goes out three times a day busy our pug and one of them is like noon, one is like evening, and then I'm on the like graveyard shift because she wakes <laughs> up every night at 3 a.m. So whenever I take her out, I'm in like the grumpiest mood where I'm just like, all right, let's do this. We'll go outside. Wait, take a she shift. has to go at three in the morning? Yeah. The, it's been, she's old. Your dog is right. old too, right? Arthur's old. Yeah, Arthur's um, 11. He's a, l a little bit of an old man. Yeah. B busy's just turned 13. Wow. And yeah. And so, like, the last year, she just gets up, but somewhere, it's been a little erratic lately, but it's usually between two and three. And we just, and I, she can only be soothed by, like, going outside, which she doesn't need to. She could, like, she doesn't need to pee. She just, like, wants treats. And so she gets up. <laughs> I take her out. She will go. And then I'll bring her in and I give her breakfast at, like, 3.30 in the morning. Like, she's one of those guys that gets up and, like, meets seven other old guys at Dunkin' Donuts when they open and just sits there with, like, one hot cup of coffee, like a small, for, like, five hours. That's, like, and her lifestyle. I Those dudes are my favorite dudes because you always, like, growing up as a New Yorker or a Northeastern, yeah. you, rec you recognize most people of foreign descent are speaking a foreign language. The, the people who are up at 3.30 in the morning, and I don't know if this is racist or stereotyping of me, I don't even know what language they're speaking. Where You know what I mean? Like, they're from a yeah, whole yeah, new yeah, yeah. world. I'm like, I don't even recognize this dialect, but you guys right. all know to be at this place at four in the morning and eat, drink hot coffee at a 95 degrees Saturday morning <laughs> in, in a dress, like in dress clothes. I'm like, where are yeah. you coming from or they're going? They're wearing like flannel shirts. <laughs> So you're like, are you Albanian, Belarusian? Yeah. What? Why do you meet here? Can't you go to one of your homes? Yeah. What is the dynamic? Or or do you all live together and this is your chance to get out? I don't fully. <laughs> They're all roommates. They're like elderly roommates. They go to get coffee together. I'm going for a coffee run. I want to get out of the house too. Yeah, me too. I, I also will go. We will all go. Um, well, they all go together. Coffee. Yes. 
Holy shit, you did it, Gondelman. The amount of shit we have in common, but I we can sit here and talk, and we're going to talk about iced coffee because this is how we've connected as yes. year year round iced coffee drinkers. Year round iced coffee drinkers. Absolutely. But I've I've moved to L.A. in the last eight years, so my habit has you know become sort of normalized. Mm-hmm. But you are still a New Yorker drinking yeah. iced coffee in the dead of winter, and I wore that badge with a like I wore that badge with pride. Some whatever. I was very proud yeah. to be a iced coffee in the winter dude. So when I found out you were too, I'm like, fuck. There's only a handful of us, and usually it's they're fat. A- so that's why I was like surprised. <laughs> It's usually I'm, fat I'm like dude. soft. I'm a soft dude. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you don't read as ripped, but yes, you're just definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm kind of slowly expanding. Um, but I love. I've always been year round iced coffee. I just like the taste of it so much better. And it's like if you, if it's like in the winter, you had to like snort hot cocaine or in the summer you had to like snort hot cocaine or whatever, which I'm not a drugs person, but I'm just saying, why would you, why would you do a thing that, that is like just seasonal when you can have the thing you like all the time? That, that's what came to me. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait for iced coffee season. Once I started drinking coffee, well, for me, once I started drinking coffee, I never even like had hot coffee because I didn't start yeah, drinking coffee until I was in my twenties, and I'm like, "That's me too." Iced coffee seems appealing, right? And then mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, I'll try it that way." And then you're like, "Oh, this is the only way to drink this shit." And absolutely, and it starts off. I think iced coffee you can like dip your toes a little better because when I started drinking coffee, I like put it off for a really long time. I didn't drink it like in college. I Same. would try. I I'm like not a good stay up till 4 a.m. and work person. So I never got in the habit of like, okay, six cups of coffee finishes paper. So when I started drinking coffee, it was when I was doing comedy at night and teaching preschool in the morning. And so I, I started drinking iced coffee, but like I would start doing start my gateway drug with iced coffee was the Dunkin Donuts iced mocha, which is just like an iced coffee with like a swirl of just chocolate syrup. (laughs) So it's like, it's like, it's dessert for breakfast. Yeah. And so that's chocolate milk with some coffee in it. And it fucking rules. It's chocolate milk. Yeah. Caffeinated chocolate milk. Perfect. (laughs) For the, for the six year old on the go. (laughs) For when those blocks just aren't going to stack themselves, boys. Just, uh, I'm going to get from A to M by fucking 2 (laughs) p.m. Let's go, boys. I've got to get another round. Uh, it's funny you say that because that's my – I feel like a lot of people's first experience with coffee is in their 20s when they're like, how is everyone okay at this 10 o'clock meeting? I'm 25. Mm-hmm. You're 35. Oh, you're drinking yeah. coffee. Tell me more about this yep. magical beverage. Because for me, yeah, I, I started drinking coffee when I was doing comedy at night in New York and waking up to be a PA. Mm-hmm. But more specifically – Doing comedy at night in New York, drinking till four in the morning, and then being on mm-hmm. set or at, at the office at nine or ten in the morning. You start deciding yeah. that you need coffee. <laughs> yes. I would be out. I mean, I, I was in Boston, so like I had the advan- the morning advantage of the city shutting down like kind of a sleepy old grandma at like, <laughs> you know. So like the last thing open is at two. So usually nobody was out past like twelve thirty on a weeknight, which is like such a uh, a benefit to your morning. So I'd be, you know, be out till midnight, 1230. And then I would have to be in a classroom at like 830 in the morning, a couple days a week. Uh, and so I started, yeah, I would just stop <laughs> at dunks and be like, this has to do something. And on the worst days, I don't know if you ever did this. This is a trick that I did. And it worked every time when I was teaching on the days I felt the worst, I dressed the best. And that way, instead of people being like, wow, you haven't shaved and your eyes are bloodshot, they would be like, 
uh, wow, you're wearing a tie? Someone's having a good day. <laughs> yeah, that's so just, just like, like classic distraction, right? Like, <laughs> oh, a new pin. <laughs> yeah. Cu- yeah, cup of coffee and a button-down shirt. What are you, a stockbroker? <laughs> Eyes bloodshot, fucking yeah. teeth covered in food sweaters from the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird grizzled beard that grew overnight. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that must be from bourbon. Are you? Are you at any? I don't drink any hot drinks. Really, I don't. I don't enjoy them. If I'm if I'm sick, if I have like a sore throat, I'll do a hot tea with with some honey. Um, usually a mint tea. Occasionally, if I'm at like. You know how sometimes you'll go to a Chinese restaurant and they'll fill the tea. I will drink it not to waste it, and then they'll pour more, and I'll drink that not to waste it, which is – I could just say no thank you the first time, but I don't have that confidence. Um, Until you eventually but, knock the pot out of the waiter's hand and end up wasting a full pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. Please stop. I can't drink can't, anymore. Can't you see you're ruining my life? Pants are filled with piss, burns all over your lips. From the hot tea. It's like, Josh, yeah, just say no. Face, face fully bandaged mid-meal from the scalding like burns. dark man. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, do, I prefer very, very cold is the temperature I prefer to drink everything at. Whether it's like Same. water, um, like alcohol, um, juice, whatever it is I'm drinking. Yeah. But I like it as cold as it can get before it's frozen. You know, you know, you're in, uh, you're in your late thirties, uh, becoming a man when you say something like anything I drink, and then the list is water, coffee, <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and once in a while I buy a juice because I'm like I should have some fucking vitamins or something. <laughs> That's right. the most the difference. Forty year old man diet ever yeah. is like I can only really have these three beverages: water, coffee, and alcohol. <laughs> Any anything else that throws my whole system out of whack. Also, we're at the age, we're at an age where you never drink juice. It's a juice, right? Which is yes, a subtle yes. distinction. It's not like, oh, I poured myself a glass of juice. It's like, no, I paid eleven dollars for a juice, and it's like, it's like three salads that I'm mainlining. <laughs> Adding the article a uh, to juice adds. 12 bucks. <laughs> like, yeah. That's you're what you're paying for. You're paying for, you're paying for uh. <laughs> yeah. I'll have juice. Someone gives you apple juice in a container and it costs you $2. I'll have a juice. Yep. You have blended beets and it's 21 bucks. You're like, oh, oh that's how <laughs> <Yeah>. that works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to say juice. Can I send this back? <laughs> yeah, can I, I'm sorry. Can Did I just say have a juice? <laughs> Did I say juice? I meant to say juice. <laughs> They should have to call it a juice press, that the store that sells those juices. Yeah, that's not a juice press. It makes ah juice. So enjoy. It's a juice. No, yeah. I can't afford ah juice. I can only afford juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I I will have hot coffee if I'm in a situation, and this is such a rare occasion, but like uh, if I'm at like a situation where someone's like, we're making a pot of coffee. Cause I just like to sure. share. I like to share. Cause I don't even drink that much anymore. But if someone's like, Hey, I'm making this round of cocktails and almost everyone agrees on it. I go, Oh yeah, I'll have one too. Cause sure. I like the idea of the vibe. So if someone's, it's a very good vibe. 
splitting a pot of coffee in the morning at the uh, Airbnb or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I'll have mm-hmm. some hot coffee. But if we're there for multiple you, days, I'm bringing cold brew concentrate myself, brother. Totally. <laughs> That's what we we have that because usually we have a Dunkin' Donuts one block from us. I've never lived more than one block from a Dunkin' Donuts in New York City, <laughs> which is so – that's like something Ben Affleck would put like in his rider for a movie set. Like no more than one block from a Dunkin'. Uh, it is just coincidence. So we go there in the morning uh, usually and – uh, uh, or on days when I don't go to an office, we would go and I would get two and bring bring one back for my wife. I, I, I like converted her to Dunkin' Donuts. We were both Jews. I had to convert her to something. And, um, <laughs> I need some sort of dominance in this relationship. Yeah. How about Look, I put ice in your beverages, whether you like it or not? You made my life better in so many ways. What is one small thing I can do to influence yours? Oh, and, and the so, best part is, is can I grab you a coffee while I'm grabbing my own? Makes you like yeah, a oh, hero. Yeah in a relationship is like I'm going Not every brag, day anyway but, but I'm going to pay three extra dollars and bring you back something mm-hmm. sweetheart I've got two hands I can spare it <laughs> <laughs> they, um, so I, we, I do that but because of the pandemic we've been we get those big cubes of like Grady's cold brew concentrate and we've just been uh, with the baggins like a box of wine but for yeah cold yeah brew. I know and we've exactly. been going from th- going from that yeah. And just add well. And how do you t- how do you take your iced coffee in the morning? I I so f- I literally think I saw an interaction between you and Todd Barry on Twitter today, today. or yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Todd Todd loves to uh, ask me dry, sarcastic questions, and then I answer with complete earnest sincerity <laughs> and enthusiasm. Well, it is um, a it it is a real uh, uh, two specific personalities coming together. It's like go ahead, Todd, do your cla- Todd. But you're up against Josh doing Josh. So Yeah. It's a real clash of vibes. And we both know what we're doing. Yeah. We've been us for a long time. I so. get a lot. I, as someone who knows both of your styles, it's wonderful to see him go head to head. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he So I when I go out to Duncan, I go uh, medium iced coffee, usually large if I'm real sleepy. And a large from Dunkin' Donuts, that's like... That's a pot of coffee. Yeah, that but comes with so... two backpack straps, like a beast chair. Like you have to and put then the... another, like a Sherpa to bring it to your <laughs> yeah. office. Yeah, the guy, time to make the donuts guy, brings out a, yeah. a burrow and puts a giant iced coffee on the back of a donkey. He's like, I hope you have an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, like, humping it up the stairs. <laughs> um, and then I go milk. In the medium, I go milk, one sugar. Because otherwise they go way overboard with the sugar. Oh, yeah. Well, well, Duncan is like, I think this is par for the course for anyone from the Northeast knows this. But like Duncan is the only place where regular means with milk and sugar. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think cream and sugar some places. Oh, yeah. Not do. even like, milk. You're to, right. Yeah. Cream. It's go to cream and sugar. You're right. <laughs> that's that's the order. Where I'm from, you go Lodge Regula, and it's just like all the cream and sugar that they can dissolve into it. <laughs> yeah. Until it starts to change its consistency. You're like, right. Oh, until- it's, it's coming. It's becoming sludge. Time to fucking <laughs> cu- stop the pour of the sugar. He's he's it back. We've made a pudding. <laughs> yeah. The truck. Beep, beep, beep. Just like unloading sugar. Sugar into your fucking coffee, to your fucking gallon so, two-handle jug. <laughs> so that's what I do. That's what I do when I'm out. And like sometimes I'll go to a fancy place for a cold brew. And if it's like one of those places that they're like, you know, you're really supposed to. I, I'll drink it black sometimes. At home with the Grady's, I got one because to be on theme. Um, I just go because you're supposed to cut it 50-50. 
but um, I don't. And I go like 80-20 um, cold brew whole milk. Oh, and you skip the water steps. Skip which the is water, a, Which yeah. is a very fun way to drink cold brew concentrate. Which oh, I like, yeah. yeah. I've 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 constantly been adjusting my coffee, like titrating my coffee, and been mm-hmm. fucking with it for years. But for I like ate like before I came to L.A. back like late in New York times, I was drinking, started drinking two coffees a day, two iced coffees a day, and decided if I wanted to have a second coffee every day, I have to not have sugar in it. And so yeah. I I eliminated sugar ten years ago from my coffee, and now. I could drink black coffee, uh, black iced coffee, but I prefer it with a little bit of a non-dairy milk just to like knock it down, make it a little dark brown. And I feel like a fucking monk that I don't have sugar in. Like I feel like, hey, oh, this yeah. is how, yeah. All of a sudden I'm like, but meanwhile I'm putting like v- unsweetened vanilla oat milk or like, you know, some sort of thing <laughs> that's like, this is a brick of fucking candy flavoring anyway. So uh, uh, the other thing I was doing for a while with my uh, cold brew concentrate, uh, Shout out to Jess McKenna for telling me about this. I subbed the water part of the blend with coconut water. Like, and it oh, was man. such, it was like, I was drinking like a fucking candy drink every morning. It was one third, uh, chameleon cold brew concentrate, one third coconut water or uh, like a half and a half. And then a splash of like some sort of oat like milk or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That sounds incredible. Ah. And then I was like, started to be like, oh, all I have is two coffees a day with coconut. And I started like, that's probably 300 calories. Not saying I don't eat 4,100 calories once the the sun goes down. But if I'm going to have coffee, like my rules are if I'm going to do something every day, I have to like make it as Spartan as possible so that yeah. it's okay to do every day. I, I feel like whole milk for me, I, I did skim milk for a while, but to me the difference between like a splash of skim milk and a splash of whole milk in a coffee is like, why would I give up the enjoyment to save like 19 calories yeah, once a I, day? Even just when you switch to skim milk and pour it into your coffee, it's it comes with like the trombone sound, right? Like you yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you pour it in, it just like, you're like keep going you can't get the coffee to change color you're like how much fucking skim milk do i need to add just like overflowing but staying jet black you're like what the fuck if the, <laughs> if the coffee could talk it would be like i think your water went bad dude <laughs> meanwhile if you get like heavy cream or a creamer and you put like a drop in it's like Dum! it sinks to the bottom and turns the coffee yeah. like beige you're like jesus christ this is different <laughs> Uh, right, it looks like an art. It looks like an art film, or like yeah. every scene, every scene from Breaking Bad where they make meth and like one drop changes <laughs> yeah. the whole chemical composition. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like Requiem for a Dream of a caffeine mm-hmm. addict. It's like yep. blah, 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 you're like close yep. up of the eye dilating and the. <laughs> That's exactly veins. what it is. <laughs> Just one drop of that heavy cream. Meanwhile, you're like large regular, and like okay, we're going to work. <laughs> Bring out a cow, <laughs> tickling its udders till the milk turns to cream. However it works. I don't know how it works. Hey, by the way, sir, you're fired. We looked up how you're supposed to milk cows, and the way you've been doing it is just creepy. You're lying. You're fired for Dunkin'. I, and it turns out we don't need to have a cow in the Dunkin' Donuts. You sick fuck. You fooled us all. 
you, you've been putting off the customers with your utter tickling. It is disgusting. We thought it was perverted, and now we know. We Googled it, and it's a specific perversion. We felt weird. We didn't know if it was cultural or something, so we didn't make a stance about how you couldn't do it. Yeah. But upon hearing from more customers and doing some light research, and my teen daughter explained to me that this is fucked up and weird. <laughs> the seven Lithuanian men who show up here before we get here are really disturbed. Wait, never mind. They're holding up a sign. They're not Lithuanian. I can't even, I don't even recognize the country that they're pointing to on a map. <laughs> That's not a map it's of a Earth. Flag. <laughs> They've drawn a flag. I don't recognize it at all. Are they part of the original 13 colonies? I can't even tell you what they are. <laughs> Are they an Olympic bobsled team 50 years later? It's got I figured it's got to be that. <laughs> like the guys going out asking them like once a day like, "All right, I think I figured it out. Here's what you are." <laughs> That's so funny. They get, they, there's no like rule, but they just only take one guess a day because the guys won't answer more questions. Like I feel bad asking them more than once like, "What are you?" But <laughs> Are you are you like a bunch of landlords that own like an entire neighborhood put together? <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, are you guys here talking about like keeping rent prices equivalent or home workout setups or 20-year-old sons that are ruining your family business? Like I can't tell the vibe. <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, so living in I lived in New York for a long time, living in Brooklyn in the winter Going to get iced coffees. And I feel like we've talked about this in person, but I might as well mention on the pod. I remember when it would become March or April and I would go, oh, three more delis and coffee shops in my neighborhood will now start having iced coffee. But in the bleak winter months in my neighborhood, there was just the Colombian deli is the only. And they I think they kept just one pot of iced coffee knowing for me every day. And I would just go in there. So nice, though. It was I felt like a king. They were like iced coffee. And then they would all like same jokes. And I would always just go, hey, like because my go to is like. I sweat when I drink room temperature drinks, so I got to drink cold drinks. I'd be like, yeah, well, when you're my size, the uh, coffee's got to be ice. And they'd be like, yeah, you know. But, but, yeah. yeah, it's like this big, fat fucking, I mean, you, you know you know what I'm like. I'm like this in a coffee shop, too. Like, hey, yeah, let's go. Fucking $2 you got. Here's a fucking extra dollar. You got soy milk? I got these big ass titties I got to take care of. I love, um, I the, the being like a regular anywhere in New York City is like such a gift and a joy anytime you go in somewhere especially like a local business and they know your order and they don't treat like they don't like pretend not to recognize you even though you've been going there every day for two years (laughs) (laughs) where they're like oh now you're one of the guys and you're just like yes yeah (laughs) all i want the the when i felt at my coolest in uh in brooklyn was when i would walk into this columbia the columbia market and the guys who work there and the three guys who I don't think work there, but stood there for t- 10 to 12 hours a day near mm-hmm. the near the counter and just talked to the chef and had opinions. <laughs> the, when those guys start recognizing you, I'm like ready to play dominoes. I'm like, oh, let's set up a oh, fucking yeah. table. I'll yeah. do whatever. <laughs> yeah. What do you, yeah. What do you what do you want? You want me to uh, you want to do some Yahtzee, some dominoes? Are we a heist crew? What's happening here? Whatever you guys are in. I just love that you've embraced me. Yeah, I know. Am these... I going to Thanksgiving? Going to Thanksgiving at your family's house? Are you one family? <laughs> yeah, are you one family? Do you guys do Thanksgiving? I have no idea. Either way, yeah, no let's idea. do it. <laughs> well, Yo. that's that's really funny because that's like, I I would be closer to those guys than like 
comedy people really. I'd be like, oh, I see these people more. But if in a in a meeting, I'd be like, do you know Josh Gondelman? I'm like, why do you like him? You're like, yeah. I'm like, well, we're super tight. <laughs> we're actually very tight. He thinks I'm really funny. I think he's really funny. It's a great relationship. Yeah, but a if, great relationship. <laughs> we we podcast together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you right, it's also like a guy you see every day. You talk to every morning. You're he's every morning. He's like, oh, you know my son. He's going back to school. And if the, if some if you were in a meeting and someone's like, what's that guy's name? I'd be like, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I've never heard his name. I speak to him every day, every day of my life. I could draw him if you woke me up from a dead sleep. We have this dynamic where I do small talk and he does huge talk, which is like, <laughs> how many people in your life do you have that where you're like, hey, how's it going? They're like, well, daughter's cancer is kicking in super hard. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to rain on Saturday. And you're like, yeah, you keep walking. You're like, do not address what he just said or they yeah. just said. <laughs> hey, man, I wanted like weather app level <laughs> yeah. conversation and you're giving me WebMD. Yeah. I don't even get this intense with my wife before 9 a.m. So let's relax. <laughs> Uh, talk about being a regular. Here's here's like the in New York. It's so easy, not easy to be a regular, but like if you have a distinct look and go to the same place every day, especially if you're in the neighborhood and you go maybe five times a week, you're gonna get recognized. Here in LA, yeah. here's an example of what's wrong with LA. Uh, Franklin and Co., which is the bar that was next to you, that's next to UCB LA. Back when you mm-hmm. used to go to bars and do live comedy. Um, <laughs> We would go over there or birds. Uh, I go to Frank and Co. Have a beer before pretty much every show, or have an old fashioned before pretty much every show. Same bartender, worst service in LA. Like the kind of uh, bartender or sir. And uh, maybe I like this guy. Who knows? But the kind of service where you go, like, I'm sorry that I'm treating you like this, but it's bec- you're behind a bar. And I need a drink, so I'm just gonna try to get your attention and ask for a drink. Yeah, I seems like that dynamic offends you, which is the dynamic I'm familiar with at, right. in going what, to a bar. What, <laughs> if you have a different set of rules, I yes, will adapt yes. to them. <laughs> yeah, but it's I just, just want a drink. <laughs> you tell me what you need from me, and I will do. It. I don't care how dumb I look. I just don't want right. to bother you. <laughs> do I gotta arm wrestle this guy? What are we doing here? Yeah. What's the what's the thing that expedites this? Do you think I should quit drinking? Just tell me. Is like, right. <laughs> what is what are we doing? Did you ever did you ever go to cabin? Sorry to interrupt. Did you ever go to cabin in New York? There was yes. there was like that that long running Thursday night show that was great. Comedy is a second language. Cab- the, cabin uh, with a Sean K, Patton. right? Cabin with a K on yeah, yeah. Uh, second Ave between fourth and fifth, I think. Yeah. And it's, it's been gone a few years, but like that was reliably the worst service in New York <laughs> City. Like performatively bad where they would like make eye contact with you and then like serve someone else a drink the way like a cat knocks something off a dresser. <laughs> it was like that, that like they were doing, it wasn't like they were too cool for school. It was like they hated you and you had to weather that hatred to get what you wanted, like a like a new significant other's parents, <laughs> like it was right. that level. Well, they they were like they were at an unfunny version of the Wiener Circle or something. Like you've been to a business where it's like, <laughs> oh, is this is the premise that they're supposed to be mean to you here? They're like, oh no, but that's the game they're gonna play regardless. Yeah, they all just kind of decided <laughs> on it freelance. <laughs> so I go to this. I go to Frank and Co. Weekly. Uh, I eventually have a meeting with a friend who's directing a, uh, a, a guy I kind of know who's directing a movie. So uh, he's like, let's have a meeting. Oh, I'm like, oh, I have a show. Let's meet Friday at Frank and Co. We'll have a drink. We go before. This dude is like a, my friend is a barely accomplished director. He's directed like two commercials and like an indie film. I'm sitting down next to him. 
the I'm trying to flag down the bartender. This guy I see every week. He knows me every week. I come before a show. I've got new people that are coming to see my show that I'm bringing in to give business, whether it's my wife, a, uh, mm-hmm. a, a person on my team, whatever. This guy comes over and goes to me and this dude, and I'm like, hey, man, can we get an old-fashioned? And what do you want? And he turns to the guy I'm with. He goes, I'm sorry. Is this weird? But I feel like I had an audition for you for like a non-union commercial callback or something. Like, <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, yeah. And my friend is like barely doesn't remember him, but he's like, oh, and he's like, yeah, remember it was for this product. And we were, and this guy, and I'm like, you motherfucker. You just don't wow. recognize me because I can't do shit for you. I was, wow. I was, and I literally, I never went back to Frank and Co. I never brought a fucking another dollar there. I was so bitter wow. about that. And that's the version of LA regular. It's like, if you were a, re- like, if you wore your Deces and Barrow crew shirt there, sure. people, people would remember you. <laughs> That's they so They might not funny. even know what the show is, but they'll know that you have a connection to our show, so they'll remember. They're like, can you help me get D.U. in Myro? And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't understand how the show works. We have zero. Pitching. A- <laughs> AOC pitching totally was a guest star. Yeah, right. right. Pitching totally, like things that are not like the show. They're pitching bits like, hey, you know what I think I would be great for on uh, Dorzo and My go and they're like what and they're like yeah you know um i really want to do one of those bits where they uh like bring me on uh to do like those really serious like in-depth journalism things like i feel like i could go undercover in a place and like uh figure out labor violations and you're like what do you think we're talking about and real quick what's the bronx it's like all right never mind you're not yeah, gonna- yeah, 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 yeah. love the- i i just think it's so cool that they made up a neighborhood and there's this mythology and it's like, this isn't game Game of Thrones. Yeah. This is where they live. <laughs> That's yeah. <fucking. laughs> um When did, I made the jump once I moved to LA and lost the corner coffee shop feeling? There's still like I can still walk to a coffee shop, but there's mm-hmm. something about. I mean, I and I again I say this all the time, but I moved to LA in my mid 30s, so it's hard to differentiate when some of these major changes in my life occurred, whether it was because yeah. everyone at 34 just starts doing this or everyone in LA starts doing this. But then I just made the decision, I'm like, I want my coffee even faster. Like I, 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 <laughs> like I can't wait to walk to get it and come back. Like I need it even faster. And I started being like, I could wake up later if I don't have to walk somewhere and get coffee. And if I could have like half a cup of my coffee before I walk my dog and then have the back half when I bring them back. Ah, the dream. So I started making and when I started making it at home, I like that's when I had that feeling. I'm like, oh, this is what adults talk about of like I knocked an average of 450 off of my morning fees. Mm-hmm. Not to mention totally. how how frequently do you go to Dunkin' to get a coffee and you also get a croissant or accidentally get yeah. a so frequently was I going, oh, and is that a savory scone? Because I'm not a sweets guy. So I'm like, <laughs> if there's something savory, I'm like, ham and cheese croissant. All right, throw that in the bag. It's like now mm-hmm. I'm spending nine dollars and a thousand calories every morning. I'm like, yep. before I even do a thing. So when I started making my coffee at home, now I feel like a fucking I, this is like the adult shit. Now I want a house because I want like a cold. I want to do everything right. I want to like make my own juice. I want to make, you yeah. know, I'm like, I'm like, let's make bacon, egg, and cheeses every morning. Fuck this city life shit. I'll just make it at my house. That turn for me where now I can have my comforts at home is such a weird. And I don't know if that's late 30s or if that's leaving New York. I, part of it's definitely leaving New York. But for sure. I like it both ways, though. I I think my wife really likes going to – because she works 
from home. She's been like freelance for the last couple of years. So she loves going to a coffee shop, knowing she has like an hour of stuff to do, drinking a coffee and getting the stuff done, which I do occasionally, but like I've been mostly working in offices for the last few years. Right. So I, I will get my, my thing is usually I'll get a Dunkin' coffee and like drink it on the train on the way into the office. And that's like my, that's like the way to make the train had to have something to look forward to on a subway commute. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just like preaching to the yeah. choir using like things that I like every day as rewards is like Ooh. how my entire personality works. Like how I allow myself. Yeah. I'm like, if you finish two pages of this final draft document, you can go smoke weed. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> Dan, and like the fastest yeah. I've ever worked. <laughs> oh yeah. Or I'll be like, don't listen to a podcast while you're working. It'll distract you. You'll slow down. But then when you're doing the dishes, you get to have this podcast you've been saving all day. Like that little, it, I just like need that. The idea of like doing a chore without also being entertained is, is uh, um, so anathema to me and so bleak to me. And my, you know, my uh, my grandfather fought in World War II, and right, so right, we're different right. people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're again, preacher choir. I smoke weed to do my chores. Like it's a performance enhancing drug. I'm like, all mm-hmm. right, I got to do dishes, laundry. I got to walk the dog. I got to do this. I have to write it all down. Get super high, put on like an audiobook or a podcast, and I'm like, it could take me an hour to do the dishes, and I feel like a fucking king. And then my wife's yep. like, Did you just get high at 1 30 in the afternoon? And I'm like, Yeah, but the dishes are done. And she's like, Okay, I guess. Like, <laughs> I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> Try and get me in trouble now. <laughs> she's like, ne- Was never even trying to get you in trouble. What the fuck is Double your- Jeopardy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Already did my time, sweetheart. What are you even <laughs> referring to? <laughs> yeah. The oh. dishes. <laughs> yeah. Your your description of your wife is my rule for my second cup of coffee a day, but I, I've eliminated mm-hmm. it because I I used to have two cups of coffee a day and always have a second one at 3.30, in between 3.30 and 4.30, back when I had things at night. Like mm-hmm. when I had shows and shit, I'd be like, oh, if I can get through this work day at f- that started at the office, working at an office with my friend Dominic Dierkis and Chris DeLuca. We'd go get mm-hmm. coffee every day at four, and it would be something to look for. When you're in an office, you know, ordering lunch is like the highlight of the day. But then oh, the next yeah. highlight is like at 4 p.m., we walk a block to the Starbucks or the Dunkin' Donuts, and we we get indulgent huge coffees because we all have shows to do that night. And I I miss that dynamic so much, and I had to knock down – I'm saying like eight facts at once. But I had to knock down to one cup of coffee a day because I was just like – not it was unnecessary. I now have like an do, uh, an iced green tea in the afternoon or something like that. I also when I go to an office, I like like you were saying, have to I have to get up earlier. We were talking about like getting up rather than delaying your coffee to like, you know, get waking up as late as you can, having the coffee in the house. So when I'm going to an office, I'll have one on the way in, which is like an hour or two hours earlier than I'll drink it if I'm doing it at home. And then uh, and then because I'm like at a place with people like looking at me all day, you know what I mean? Like when you're in an office and people can just see you, you have to be like, oh, I guess I'll sit up. <laughs> yeah, right. right. And you're like, I, oh, am I slouching? Oh, am I drooling? Yeah. Oh, am I, so like, what am I looking by, at on the like screen? Yeah. <laughs> by 3 p.m., just like the focus of like being around people, I would need a second one, especially if I was going to go out and do stand up. And now I drink the one in the morning and then just kind of like the, my day is, I think, even though I'm working full time from home, there's just a little less intensity to it. Cause I don't have to go anywhere when, if I'm like between meetings and I, you know, if I have 20 minutes where I don't have anything to do, I don't have to like 
look really sternly at a computer screen as if I were accomplishing something. Well, also part of the office life is to get out and get a cup of coffee just means like leaving for fun. But if you're home yes. and you're walking busy and you're getting like, you don't yeah. need it, that like that release is yep. much. You realize a lot. Yeah, totally. Especially once no one you know smokes anymore. Like you realize you're like getting a cup of coffee is just a, is an excuse to walk out of the office for 15 To take minutes. that 15 minutes or whatever. Oh, like how, also- how, how frequently are you tagging along on, an, on a coffee trip with someone? Like I... I the office culture could get you to a point where you're like, I barely know this dude, but if he says, hey, I'm going to grab a coffee, you want out of the office so bad, you're like, yeah, I'll, let me go with you. Let's go together. And then yeah. you're like, five minutes in, you're like, what am I doing? This is way too yeah. long oh, to I interact was, with this to do that freak. Too. Yeah. <laughs> right, you're out there. There's someone you've like talked to once before. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, hey, do you think they take Bitcoin? <laughs> You're like, oh, no. <laughs> Fuck, here we go. <laughs> I've, I've had, like, great – I mean, my last – because I've been in great writer's rooms the last few years. And so I've had, like, the Last Week Tonight room, which is great. And, like, I would always have someone to walk out with who's great. And then at um at Jesus and Marrow, it's, like, a very small, cool room. And so I, like – I have not had to be blindsided, but like, I think when, when you're at an office or just like any kind of job where you're, there's no like, um, affinity that's drawn everybody there, you know, for the same thing, like, Oh cool. We're, we're a group of writers and we have at least that to talk about when you're just like, Hey, you sit next to me. Do you want to go in on lunch? And he's like, okay, but I can't go to this salad place. Cause if they see my name, they won't deliver. You're like, right, what right, the right, fuck? Yeah. You learn something new. And some person's like, I'm allergic to ice. And you're like, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what kind of tertiary Seinfeld character are you? You're like, I've been sitting next to you for two years, and I wish I didn't know any of the information I found out today about yeah. you. <laughs> Just like, man, lettuce hurts my teeth. And you're like, what? How? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I got soft teeth in my family. You have soft... <laughs> Yeah, I told you. We have soft teeth. <laughs> Look, watch. <laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> watch. Uh, that thing it's like a it's like a uh, it's like a chiclet wrapped in velvet. Yeah, yeah. You know what baleen is? Like how the whales have it? I have it, but it makes it way harder to eat Roma tomatoes. <laughs> so I got to go soup, cool it down to room temp, strain it through the front teeth. <laughs> You do that I just for lunch spit every day. I spit diced day. basil onto the table. <laughs> hey there, high and mighty listeners. It's your host, John Gabris, sitting here in just a pair of Mac Weldon's socks. That's right. I'm sitting in my office chair in just socks, letting you know that Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Man, Mack Weldon is comfortable AF, as the kids say. I wear Mack Weldon underwear every day and Mack Weldon socks every day, and sometimes Mack Weldon sweats or T-shirts, depending on the weather, but socks and underwear every single day. Uh, they believe in smart design, premium fabrics, simple shopping. The website is so easy to use. I like the silver underwear. They even created something called uh, Weldon Blue, which is their totally free loyalty program. Level one, which is just signing up, gets you free shipping for life. And you reach level two by spending $200. Then you start getting 20% off your order every order for the next year. Um, the underwear is comfortable. If you don't like your first pair, you can keep it and they will still refund you. So get over there and get yourself some Mack Weldon underwear. So for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash high and enter promo code high, H-I-G-H, for 20% off your first order. Um, do yourself a favor. 
get in a pair of Mack Weldons and be as comfortable as I am right now. This is John Gabris signing off and putting his schwanz away. Ah, feels, baby. A little CBD to get your mind and body right. I personally like a few drops uh, before bed, often paired with some THC. Um, And then I definitely like some, uh, a couple of drops while I drink my morning cold brew. Um, just to get my head right in the beginning of the day. All you got to do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. Feels is just premium CBD. It helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. You already know what I use it for. Um, it's all natural. There's no high. There's no hangover. There's no addiction. And if you're not even sure what CBD is at this point, uh, which is fair because we just hear it a lot. Like for me, I, I still don't know what the stock market is, but I hear about it all the time. So, uh, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Do yourself a favor and become a member of Feels and you get 50% off your first order. So Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash mighty and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash mighty to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash mighty. What you described your wife doing is what I maybe one of the things I low key miss the most. Oh, I miss it so bad. Is that hour like oh, especially for when I'm in full freelance mode and I'm like I have a meeting or an audition or I have an hour to kill between a show or I'm on my way home but like I I have no reason to rush home and it's like oh. I like this coffee shop in this neighborhood I'm in or this spot. And I could pull in and do like my hours worth of email and Twitter yeah. phone checking while drinking like that one treat coffee. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm in Burbank. Let me go here. And then like that, just like living amongst a place you don't normally go. I, I used to be obviously uh, as a New Yorker and a freelancer, a five hours at the same cafe type of guy, you know, oh, every yeah. once in a while that was my life. But now I'm like a, hour like i miss that like sit down for 40 minutes while i drink my cold brew and i have my laptop or my phone and i just jam through like 10 things that that feeling of like i have to do all this bullshit but i'll get a nice cold brew yeah. and, a, oh, and it, it's gonna have this mint something yes drink. yes great. yes yeah it's so nice and i also like that because there's like a level of email that like doesn't require the focus of like, okay, shout out all distractions, but it's also like, this is too much to do on my phone. I should sit down with a computer and like, I can get five of these done in 30 minutes, but zero done if I'm just like on the train and it's great. I I like miss that so much. I miss the interaction of you like go out with one friend to write and you know, it's going to be like an hour and a half of bullshitting and 30 minutes of productive work. I miss like that two hour hangout. um, I miss that. I I miss the, I'm, so much I'm even more inefficient on my own so I don't even you know what I mean like <laughs> I'll gladly waste 75% of my time with a partner or someone riffing across from me over being by myself any day of the week and right, now, to, to lose 95 percent of that time right, right now yeah now i'm just alone just like how do i waste time by myself yeah oh and just it's easy reading baby. reviews of movies you haven't seen in 10 years like i remember liking this did roger ebert like this i am not a person who needs or wants many things in life but my new form of procrastination is like 
do you know what I need for this office right now? I need a kind of surge protector that goes at this. Like I like I, I <laughs> create a, a very specific item I need where I'm like, I need a surf changing poncho from, and I'm like, and I'll just get in my <laughs> fucking head and I'll like price compare and I'll be like, and my wife will be like, oh, how was your day? I'm like, well, for two hours, I like track down what kind of cooler I maybe wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what do you need a I cooler look- for? I'm like, it hit me that it was better than writing. <laughs> like, the, the <laughs> shopping for totally. a cooler is way more fun than reading how bad I'm coming across on the page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing the same, but for like tiny kitchen purchases because we like cook so little. I don't you like like you were saying moving to LA and just like doing more stuff in the house, but like. Excuse me, rather than like make something for dinner, if I was going to be home at like 830 and I knew I was going to eat at home and Maris was already going to have eaten I, instead of like cooking for myself, I'd be like, oh, I'll just get like a bodega turkey sandwich with spinach. It's not terrible for you, you know, like on a roll. Fine. Um, but now that we're home all day and I'm cooking a ton more, I'm like, we should have a napkin ring to hold the napkins. We should just take the napkins out of the bag. They they come in and what we should live. We should live that napkin ring life. My parents would love us to have a napkin ring. Like they would be so proud of me. And then you just look at those. They're all equivalent. They're all exact. You know, none of them are going to change my life. All of them are exactly the same. They cost within five dollars of each other. All that stuff. And you're like, I don't know if we should get wood or and and your wife's like, what the? Who gives a fuck? Dude? Yeah, who cares? Who cares? And I'm like. I just like should it match the table or should it clash with the table or like are the met are the metal feet gonna dig in? Do I need napkin ring uh, little things for the bottom so like little feet so that they don't scratch? And it's just like yeah, that's na- what now I'm you're doing. buying. You're like on level five of napkin ring accessories, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I believe yeah. the napkin ring was a, 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 itself an accessory. Now I have like four modifications. Like, well, might as well have the reversible napkin rings for color pat. You know, it's like you just yeah, keep absolutely. adding. Yeah, oh, I'm the fuck. I'm going to napkin ring ring that holds my napkin rings together <laughs> just so I don't lose one. I'm like a, I'm like a wedding registry of one. Yeah. I'm just dying for a spatula. Well, it, it, there is an element of that. Like, and quarantine, I think points at, and again, I'm speaking from a point of privilege. Like I'm forced to work from home, but me and my wife both can work. We both have our place. Yes. We have our health, all that. But you, those little things after like you make eggs, like f- you're like, I guess I'm having hard-boiled eggs 20 days in a row for breakfast because mm-hmm. it's just easy. And then, like, eventually someone's like, oh, you got to get a hard-boiled egg. You, you got to get an egg boiler. They're perfect. You just yep. set a timer. And I'm like, oh, that's so dumb. And then my wife and I are like, well, should we just, like, look at how much they cost? <laughs> like, next thing you know, it's like, yeah. now we have an egg. And also, once you stop having company come over and you have no reason to, like, have all your counters be clean, it's like, all right, well, let's get a fucking egg boiler. Uh, we got a milk foamer because my wife likes non-coffee oh, lattes. Nice. She likes, like, turmeric lattes and stuff. She's like, I think if you buy a milk foamer, I could just make that with turmeric and hot and, and oatly. And I'm like, I think you can, too. And it's like put it on the list you know we just keep getting yeah. like rant every once in a while i'm like i want a playstation 4 i'm like i need computer speakers like and then i like spend my time coming up with a computer like what the computer speaker done and then it feels like you're just nesting harder and harder because the whole time i totally am like and, and new yorkers and i think a lot of metropolitan people we're just every apartment we live in is like i rent i'm leaving i'm not getting anything new here but then when you're like on day 100 of not leaving it, you're like, I actually would like if my, if I, like, I, the, the biggest purchase I did recently that I'm so proud of is I bought sticky hooks. I have a giant desk to yeah. stick to the side of my desk to hang 
the assorted headphones I need for gaming, podcasting, and working. Perfect. And now I just the fact that I have like organized headphones, I feel like I'm on a whole new plane of getting work done. And it's like this is humiliating. This is fucking this humiliating. Is the- but Here's all you the can one do. I did. Oh yeah, tell me. I please. got because I've been making a ton of like the the kitchen purchases, especially. I like I'm like a big sneaker guy, and I've been slowed way back on that because I don't go anywhere, and it feels like such a wild expense to buy sneakers. I've been going a lot of socks. I've been going <laughs> fun socks. That's just so sad. So that's like the uncle who lives alone. Like I brought some fun socks. Happy birthday! And it's, yeah. it's just the worst. But I've been doing that for myself. But the kitchen stuff, it's just it's not big things. I got like. You know, I got one, a mixer for 50 bucks. That was the biggest purchase. But then a lot of tiny stuff like, oh, I should have like a silicon spatula for um, for when I make eggs and stuff so that it doesn't it doesn't it's more heat resistant. It doesn't stuff doesn't cake up and get in the little crevices. But I the big one that made me so proud in the same way of the headphones, I got like a little wooden like a vase, but for putting spatulas and stuff in and spoons. And I King. was like, oh, now I don't need it. This stuff fills a whole drawer, but now it's on the counter. It's like kind of a charming feature of the kitchen. Yeah. Like, God, I'm Martha fucking Stewart in here. <laughs> Truly, we've been like, you know, like you have your spatulas. You're like, oh, I use this big one for this. I use this little one for this. When we were staying in an Airbnb that had like this spatula size that we had never had, like a long, mm-hmm. thin metal one. And we were like, oh, this is like really convenient. And my wife and I kept like talking about it at the Airbnb. And then I was like, in my head, I'm like, we should buy this when we get home. Get home where I'm unpacking like all the stuff we brought to the Airbnb. And I like just see the spatula. And I look at my wife, and my wife's like, I told oh, you shoot. I really liked it. I, think <laughs> I, I lost like, you for. Oh, can you hear me audio wise or? Oh, that's so funny. I th- I lost you for like a second. There was just a little glitch in the Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So my wife had boosted a fuck. Yeah, I-, I can hear you. Shoot, that's okay. We're just a little choppy. Hold out. Yeah. Are you sorry? Con- uh, no, no, no worries. Please, it's most likely my Wi-Fi. I'm got- still okay. My record is still going. Do you hear me at all? Yes, yes. I can still. He- I can hear you. Okay, great, it's- great, great. It's just delayed. I think. But I think we're coming okay, back. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Great. Yeah, you were telling me, you were saying you saw the little thin spatula. Uh, yeah, you so were going to buy it. I was going to buy it. And then when we get home, I unpack and it's in our suitcase. And I look at my wife and she goes, I told you I liked it. And I'm like, you stole it. And now we're like, <laughs> we're cooking like in the kitchen together. And she's like, pass me the." And I'm like, oh, you're a little fucking boosted spatula. Like we have like this legendary <laughs> spatula. But it is. And she's like, it's from Ikea. It must have been $3. I bet you the people who own the house didn't even bring it. And I'm like, fair, fair, fair. But it was a really funny That's moment. so funny. Yeah, and, and it's true. Truly, and maybe it hasn't improved our lives at all, but we are certainly looking at it like it has improved our lives because we're seeking that improvement in anywhere we can find it right now. Like any little thing of like, oh, I've upped my coffee game a little bit with keto creamer, and now I do cinnamon and water instead of coconut water, so I've knocked 70 cal. Like any little adjustment I've done, I feel like the pandemic for us is sort of like a – it gives us a a great – What's it called in uh, in experiments when you need one that is you don't do any change on? Like the control? The control. The like, control group? Yeah, yeah, our constant, our control is like our days aren't that different. So you can really experiment mm-hmm. of like, oh, having this does make me feel better. Or like doing it this way is faster because I am just sort of groundhog daying my life. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, it's so nice to like, I, I mean, to again, from a place of immense privilege, but just to be like, 
oh, I this $11 item will make cooking this thing that I cook all the time so much easier. Why would I just not get it? That's what it was. Like, I was cooking because I cook so rarely. And so when I would, it was just like a misfit ragtag uh, assortment of kitchen implements because when we went on our when we when we got married we didn't even do like a registry of stuff we were just like give us money for the honeymoon please um <laughs> if you want to give us a gift because it was like well what are we going to do we're not going to ask for like a big crystal bowl for like serving punch to 40 friends like we like live in like suburban detroit in the 60s you know what i mean like we we just don't live we didn't live like a wedding registry life and so now all the stuff we need it's like well i've I have a job. I'm I'm like relatively stable in this. I can buy all the spatulas I want. Right. Well, that that's the thing too. It's like I'm st- still holdover from just being a poor unemployed actor, and now that I'm a slightly employed uh, podcaster, I'm like, oh, I have a little money. More importantly, I'm spending nothing. Like I don't have mm-hmm. any of my expenses, so I'm like, I guess I could buy a, a, another hat rack headphone thing. Oh, the the big purchase I remember was like of week four of the quarantine, I was like, I really wish I had more comfortable pants. And I was like, yep. Oh, I can think like this, this wish I'm saying of like, I wish I had more comfortable pants. I'm like, I could fix that wish with Nike.com and $150. And I just did that. I just got three pairs of pants and I'm like feeling so much better. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling comfortable. I'm feeling cool. Uh, not, uh, freezing in the apartment. I was like, Oh, the dream fucking come true. Why did I wait? Why did I delay buying myself pants I needed? It's such a small thing. I, Buy the fucking I did the pants. Because <laughs> I was used to, again, I, I feel like the, the years where I was like teaching and not making a lot of money or doing, doing comedy and tutoring and not making a lot of money. And so I would go, excuse me, I would go like, oh, you know, I if I really need, like if my jeans have holes in them, I'll buy new jeans. But like until then... I'm going to rock with these jeans, even though the zipper's a little funky. And now I'm like, I have to remind myself, like, you're doing okay. You can, like, if you want a second hat, you can own a second hat. Like, it's not exorbitant stuff. Dude, you're, dude, I, this is so real. I used to say shit like, I'll get another pair of pants when I am, like, when I've made it. Like, you know, just like in your head, you have like this hypothetical. It's like once I'm on season four of a fucking NBC sitcom, I'll buy that fucking hat I've been meaning to buy. And it's like, wait, wait, you're never getting that. Like you're yeah. never getting you're never going to be that successful. So start <laughs> buying yourself the fucking hat now. And also my scale for what like what I could reward myself with based on how far was so off of like, I'll, I'll take surfing lessons once I have, you know, $150,000 in the bank. It's like, wait, why, why is that your decision? It doesn't cost that much. No, it right? doesn't cost anywhere near that much. I, I remember there's two things that my, that my wife brought into my life in terms of like paying a little money for that. I was like, Oh, this is, I'm so glad I thought this cost so much money. You know, I like, I would never have occurred to me. One was I would, because I was used to doing like comedy on the road and, and like, I wasn't even headlining before, you know, right. A a little bit before we met. So I would be making like $400 a week, (laughs) no room. I'd be like crashing on some other comics, like roof. (laughs) They'd be like, Oh yeah, sleep on the roof, dude. (laughs) Or whatever it is. Oh yeah. We got a a roof bed. Oh, uh, and so you would, I would go, okay, I have to get here. I either have to drive or I can get like a flight with three layovers. And then when I started dating my wife, she was like, you know, it's like we, we were booking travel for a wedding. And she was like, you know, like for, uh, an extra $60, we could fly direct and we would have the whole day instead of like a three hour layover in Atlanta on the way to Portland. And I was like, 
oh yeah, wait a minute. And it was like the first time that I was like, I have $60 for that. <laughs> right, right. Well, and then when you were like, when you look at it, it's like $60 buys me eight free hours. You're like, yes. oh, wait a minute. That's so worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so worth it. Especially because I was working full time at that point. And the other one was I would always just do my taxes on TurboTax and then just be like, uh, via con Dios and just like hope <laughs> that I did it right. And, um, and then my, my wife was like, oh, I go to this guy and I was like, what does that cost? Like $5,000. And she was like, no, it's $400 and they do it and they do a better job than you and you pay less than you would because they know how to do it. And I was like, oh yeah. Like a four, what? like the, the, the math on like a $400 accountant could potentially save you anywhere between 300 to $2,000. So like, yeah. They almost pay for themselves in a weird especially, way for tax returns. Especially when, especially when you're doing, um, when you're like working a bunch of different gigs, like it's like, okay, stand up plus an office job plus, um, uh, writing freelance plus, you know, whatever other thing yeah. you did and, and like all that stuff. And they know how to like what you can deduct. But before that I was just like, <laughs> just right. like getting queasy, putting it off for weeks. Well, you're from you're from the Massachusetts area, right? Yeah, from and, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, I'm from Long Island. I feel like the generation of Northeastern dads, like our parents' generation, was my dad like wouldn't pay anyone to do anything. Like it would be like, I'll oh, yeah. learn how to fix a Chevy Blazer before I bring this thing to a mechanic, and I'd be like, Bro, I'm telling you, Dad, if you didn't it, bring it to a mechanic, I think you'd like buy yourself an entire day off, like for the cost mm -hmm. of like for the cost of like a hundred, two hundred dollars, you would have the Saturday off instead of spending it all day cursing at a fucking Chevy Blazer in our driveway. And that generation, there, our generation, is more like, hey, did you know there's an app that will do your laundry for you? Like we're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be some kind of middle ground. Yeah, like, right. Our to our toilet was like running, you know, just like kind of slowly running all day. And I was like, oh, this is a problem. And I was like, let me do the one thing I know how to do. And I took <laughs> off the top of the tank and I was like, ah, something is blocking the, the thing that close you know that stops the flow of the water into the bowl and i took that out and i and it was fixed and i was like you know that shouldn't be as satisfying as it was <laughs> the bar i have for like manly shit is like so oh, yeah. fun. like it's like it like just like knowing what the mechanic is taught like i can't change a tire i can't char uh, jump a car but just knowing what the mechanic talks about where i'll say something like Oh, so you don't think it's a uh, power steering thing? And they're like, no. And I'll be like, in my head, I'll be like, you got him, brother. Like, yeah, for, <laughs> you're ready to for be my a man. <laughs> my dad uh, worked in construction for like 40 <laughs> years. So for him to feel that same level of satisfaction that I felt taking the top off the toilet tank, he would have to like build a shed, construct <laughs> a meat smoker in the shed, uh, smoke a brisket from a cow that he beat with his fists. <laughs> <laughs> like it was that level and that's not even he's not like a hunter that's how that's how satisfied i felt being like oh this little thing fell and it's stopping the the thing from running oh yeah i mean like the generations after us are not gonna be able to write like with a pen and paper 
Like they're mm-hmm. not that skill set's gonna be lost, and I'm gonna be like, look at this generation. They can't even write with a pen and paper. Meanwhile, my dad <laughs> was doing the same thing of like, look at my. He doesn't know how to fire a gun or you know walk in and boots. The, but the, <laughs> the kids, like the the you know the 15 year olds in 10 years are gonna be like, look at Gabrus and Gondolin. They can't even link their telepathy monitor <laughs> up to their virtual screens. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all you do. <laughs> that's one of two possible blink. futures. Yeah. <laughs> Is the you telepathy blink twice. <laughs> Right, right. It's either telepathy screen or it's barren wasteland. Yeah, exactly. Or the kids are like, well, I'm glad I learned how to hunt on my own or else I wouldn't be able to eat street dog for uh, meals. You know, like, oh, right. Right. My stupid dad doesn't even know how to build a lean-to in an abandoned Chase Bank. (laughs) My dad can't figure out how to turn a table saw into a weapon. Ugh, we're going to die out here. Um, Gondelman. Millennials. <laughs> yeah, right. That, well, that's that's what's funny is our generation is like millennials don't know shit, and the, and we're also our generations are the same generation that's going millennials save us because people my age are mm-hmm. turns out are more assholes than they're not. So please, young. <laughs> I remember being like, oh yeah, fuck old people, fuck young people, and then it started being like, okay, young people, I came around, help me, save yeah. me. I'll learn Pokemon. I'll learn TikTok. Just save this fucking country and this world. Yeah, please. It's, fuck me. I it, I have become the problem, and I. <laughs> apologize <laughs> i was gonna get out of here but you just this is something i've been talking to a lot of my friends about lately is anytime one of my friends goes i don't know about this whole blank thing and they don't even mean it in a harmful way but they just don't fully agree with whatever the current and it's not like i have no friends that are like i don't know about this whole black lives matter thing it's not like right, I don't right, have friends right, like course. that but to various tiers my only thing i keep thinking in my head is like where are the old people now Let's mm-hmm. just let 20-year-olds say what the fucking future should be. Because remember when we were 20 and we were like this thing and old people were like, come on now. You can't listen to Marilyn Manson. That's dangerous. You can't play video games all the time. That's dangerous. We were like, you guys are fucking idiots. Yet we're like, kids are on Twitter all the time and TikTok. That's dangerous. They're going to be like, no, you fucking idiots. You sound like your own parents, darn yeah. you. Like, no, totally. My biggest I, goal I, in life is to not become the man like from music videos that we hated growing up like <laughs> yes for sure right that um the mom from the fight to your for your right to party yeah <laughs> video that's thrown away the porn <laughs> um yeah that um i mean my destiny is to turn into the white guy from every rap album sketch and oh, yeah. i'm just fighting that so hard hey yeah so, that that's another thing you and i have in common is in our comedy <laughs> careers <laughs> like, it's like john gabers from wild out and josh gondelman from desus and marrow would you <laughs> Like, really? Are you sure? Is this? Is that? Are you a typo? Is your existence a typo? I've watched those shows. I don't recognize you. You yeah. wouldn't. Right? You couldn't be any of the people I've seen on those shows. There's no one I could mistake for you. For you. Um, Do you mean fresh air? Are you Terry Gross? I don't know what Terry Gross looks like. I don't know what Terry Gross looks like, but she definitely looks more like you than Desus and Mero. You're like, fair. <laughs> Hard to argue. Um, Gondelman, they, thank you for fucking doing High and Mighty, dude. Sorry, I just cut you off uh, there. That's okay. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. This was awesome. Uh, I'm so We sort of talked about iced coffee. I will get one right after we get off now because my brain is like craving it. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell tell my listeners a little bit about make my day and whatever else you got you got going on over there because that was I did your oh, podcast sh- and it was a fucking blast. It was the hardest I laughed of any recording of the podcast. You were so <laughs> funny. It was like 
And it was like early in quarantine. And I just was, it was like the first thing that I was like, oh, things can just be funny. Yes. <laughs> like, things can be funny again. <laughs> I was, was like so fun. dreading doing anything. And then I did your podcast and I'm like, oh, right. I don't know Josh that well, but I like him and he's funny. And that yeah. was so much fucking fun. It was so fun. <laughs> so the premise is, um, and start with the Gabrus episode, High and Mighty listeners. It is a game show that I host that's one-on-one. There's one contestant every week, so they always win. <laughs> it's like the the... The contestant's whole job is to like cheer me up because the world is a very stressful place. <laughs> and at the end, they win $100 for the charity of their choice. Um, and the game is different every week. And it's just like all great guests. It's been so fun. Um, and there's like this, uh, we're like 16 episodes in. So like you can catch up. I always hate starting a podcast like four years late. And there's all these inside jokes that I don't know. Oh, I was saying there needs to be a word for when you're surfing the streaming networks and you're like, oh, this looks good. There's got to be a word for like four seasons. Peace out. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. mo- that feeling when you're like, oh, one mini series. Yes. Put this on. Hell yeah. Oh, a feature length film. I Who would have thought? Hell yeah. I'm constantly like, oh, I want to watch this show. Wait, four 10 episode seasons? I'll, ne- uh, I'll just never do it. I'll waste yeah. that amount of time looking for other stuff to watch before I'll spend that amount of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh me too. We we're watching my wife and I are watching Cheers right now, and it's eleven seasons, and it truly feels like we're in the middle of season four, and the idea of finishing Cheers feels to me like writing a novel. <laughs> right, but twenty-two minute episodes are a fucking sh- Dream breeze. in streaming. I yeah. love it. You can watch three while you eat dinner. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's only an yeah. hour. You're like, that was fucking crazy. It's the best. <laughs> um, and that, so that's that's the show. I mean, um, I really would appreciate people listening. I, I like really have fun making it. And I'm proud of it. And then watch Jesus and Marrow Sundays and Thursdays at eleven on Showtime. And um, I yeah. have a book. Oh uh, right, nice right. try. Yeah, stories of best intentions and mixed results. Uh, That's nice so, try. Yeah, look, People can get that anywhere. If I can plug a anywhere. random company that is not a sponsor of this podcast at all, but in lieu of Amazon, I've been using bookshop.org to purchase yeah, books. Yeah, bookshop.org rules. And they're very cool. They're like a, 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 an indie bookseller Amazon. Like They join the forces amongst a bunch of different indie bookstores to help ship to your area and stuff like that. So it's it's great. That's great. Barely a noticeable and, um, price difference. Is great oh, too. IndieBound is the other one. Yeah, that's the one where they'll go like, "Oh, we'll find you the closest bookstore that has this," which is cool. Oh, that's if you cool. want to like support your local directly, yeah. Oh, the bookshop is great too. Yeah, it's dope. Um, and so yeah, if you want to do that, and then I'm at Josh Gondelman on all the you know, uh, Twitter and Instagram. I've avoided TikTok not because I think it's bad, but because I know I'm old. No, yeah, I, I avoided TikTok not because I think it's bad, because I think I'm bad. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, that's exactly I'll be it. the reason. If I join TikTok, kids will quit. Kids will be like, well, this shit's it's over. It's over. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, TikTok's over. Gabrielson Gondelman on. Everyone now is on Shmlee. S C H M L E E. And do they think G and G TikTok Factory is like a cool pun or? <laughs> We don't get it. Yeah. It's dated for them. And they're, and yeah, they're they, old. They should be embarrassed. They should be. They, how old? Are they older than they look? Because they look older than they are. And listeners of High and Mighty Shitheads, uh, support. go listen to Make My Day. Uh, buy uh, buy a nice try. Check out Deces and Marrow. You should be doing that whether or not Josh is here plugging it. And then on top of all that, 
do us a favor. Tweet at us if you are an iced coffee only person. And, yeah. And, and, and tell us any iced coffee hacks. Are you coffee cube people? I'm not. I like the feeling of it getting a little watered down. Are you a cold brew or iced coffee concentrate or whatever? Make your own. Buy your own. Favorite brands. Tweet at us because I'm constantly, as you've heard, trying to level up my uh, home iced coffee game. So let me know. Bamboo straws know. is my is my new one. Bamboo. Ooh, yeah. We have metal straws, rubber tip. Oh, reasonable. wait a minute. Because I like metal straws, yeah. but I haven't had the rubber tip would be the game changer for me because I it's, don't like the feeling great. on my teeth. Yeah. Uh, on your teeth. Yeah. No, this is. Yeah, this is a new world. Metal straws, rubber tip. That's the new wave, everyone. All right. Wow. One last tip on the way out. That's what you can expect yeah. when you get Gonzo. Indiana Jones grabbing the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me a rubber tip. <laughs> I'm at Gabrus on all social medias. Check out my other podcast, Action Boys. It's a Patreon podcast, but we have a bunch of free episodes listed on the website. So go to Action Boys with a Z dot biz. Um, and <laughs> bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast.